Get it. My friends, welcome back to the Smoky Mirror Podcast. This is going to be a great, great episode. So we got my boy Jabez Invest. He back in the building. Yo. But yo. really, this episode is all about a special guest we have. His name is Billionaire PA. You may have seen him on social media. He's always been making a splash. And... You know, I met Billionaire through Jabez, and he actually gave me a couple of courses, including one on how to pay yourself first. And then I also seen another one that he collaborated with, with uh, Hadia. Shout out to Hadia. Um, and I got a lot of value out of it. And honestly, it got me, it got my mind thinking like, you know what? I'm willing to invest in myself financially. Like I had no problem paying for a course, but maybe I need to put a little bit more action behind what I'm doing. You know, I think when I, when I first approached you, Billionaire, I was kind of like, I felt like I was I knew what I wanted to do, but I almost wanted somebody else to tell me or to get me started because I had the podcast going and I had, you know, a bunch of ideas that I wasn't really executing on. And I was like, well, maybe there's some maybe the way I'm structuring the business. That's why it's not popping. Or maybe, you know, this. That's why I'm not popping. Let me get some more information. And when I consumed it, I was like, you know what? I really just need to do it. Like, I need to just take more action. I need to just edit the shit. Even if I feel bad about it and I don't like how it's going, I need to just do it anyway, you know? And so that really inspired me. And just to see the growth that I've been experiencing since then has been really uplifting. And so I'm excited to get you on the pod today. I, I'm really interested in hearing about your background for show, like what led you to this moment, because I think that's really powerful for people. A lot of people are, you know, down bad, experiencing some things, um, things not always working out for them. Um, so I want them to have that that hope that, you know, somebody like you can do it. They can, too. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank my you for brother. coming. Absolutely, man. I appreciate your existence. Thank you. You know, I ain't going to never tell you hi. I ain't going to never tell you bye. But when I say I appreciate your existence, that means I appreciate the fact that you exist. And every word that I'm ever going to speak is with purpose and with intent. Mm -hmm. You know, thought out even before I even came here. So shout out to my brother Jabaz. And shout out to you, brother, for, you know what I'm saying, taking your idea and turning it into reality. Because mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that's going to listen to this, they ain't done shit with their dream. Right. They're just sitting there listening. And, you know what I'm saying, that's what I do, make people feel uncomfortable. But I, I, I work for God, so I'm not here to be liked. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to get a million comments. I'm not here to get reshared a thousand times. I'm here to piss you the fuck off about yourself and for you to do something about it. Mm. You don't like being broke, then change it. Stop talking. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Can you just spread it up just a little bit? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, I love that energy. And, you know, maybe we can just start because, you know, most, a lot of people might not know exactly how you, you know, you were living out your trunk, the the three-day the three, uh, drive to the West Coast. Like, nobody really, people might not know. So, I really want you to take it from, take us from the beginning so we can understand the journey. Um, My story, bro, it's so diverse and all over the place. Sometimes it's just hard for me to put it in perspective because I done done a lot in my 40, my 30, my three decades of being here. Sure. You know, but yeah, I was, I was locked up in jail. The thing that really turned me, mm. turned me to a wealthy mind. I was in jail and I think I was sentenced five years in Texas. And I remember my grandmama calling me and she said, uh, damn, you know, you, you committed that. So you're going to have to stand up, be a man and serve that. Mm -hmm. But she said, you know, don't be scared. Get on people, your body, but don't get on people, your mind. Mm. And I think on that day, that's when I birthed, like, the whole ideology of, like, wealthy minds. I see. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people will, you know, like, I don't, I, how much, how how clean it is, is this possible? You can curse if you want to. You know, I like to be, keep it explicit and real. All right. So when I heard her say that, for me, it was just like, 
you know, use your brain more than you use your dick. Mm. And women use your brain more than you use your pussy. You know, a lot of people use their looks more than they actually think. But it's so many cute people out here. Cute ain't even cute no more. Mm. You know, so niggas, y'all got to show up right. more than just your looks, more than just you can catch a football. You can shoot a basketball. That's what she was telling me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You out here selling, you know, you got people who will go have unprotected sex, have raw sex and risk their whole life, but won't go raw for their dream. Mm. Scared they put up a thousand dollars on something that you can get back. You get HIV, you dead. There's no coming back. But you scared then, oh, I don't want to put a thousand for billionaires coaching mm. because I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Well, that's the problem. We, we know too much and don't know enough. You know, yeah. most people that going to go over their head. Mm. We know everything, but we don't, we don't as a whole. I want to see us, you know, I want to be straight and I want to be clear. The goal for me is, you know what I'm saying, to encourage my people, man, to own land, you know, own um, gas stations, you know, own uh, grocery stores. And if you li- think about the things that I'm actually naming, this is how the world operates. Right. Everybody going to go to sleep. For real. So what that mean? You need to be owning real estate. Mm-hmm. You'll never go broke. Everybody gotta eat. So what that mean? Grocery you need store. to be owning grocery stores. You need to get involved in the gas because everybody gotta do transportation. Mm-hmm. You see, I look at the world not from a black person's point of view. I look at it from how the government created it. Mm-hmm. You know. And so when you was in jail, you you heard those words from your grandmother, correct? What what did you start doing? You started reading? You started studying? Like what what what's what did you start doing? First quote I wrote was never spend your present time with a person that you don't have a future with. Mm. I got in jail because I knew I knew drug dealers. I seen a drug dealer take something for five dollars, sold it for thirty five. So she said, use your brain. So that means buy a t shirt for five, sell it for thirty five. So I just switched the game up and said, you know, let me go from selling dope products to sell let me go from selling dope to selling dope products. That's what that's the mission I just been on on my whole life. See, bro, I'm gonna break some break some down for you. And I want everybody to really comprehend what I'm about to say. Look in your bank account right now. Right? If you're not happy with where you at with your bank account, nine times out of ten, it's because you're not happy with yourself. Nine times out of ten, you probably lack a little bit of confidence yourself. Mm-hmm. You probably battle with depression. And that probably has to do with Number one, the people around you, the foods that you eat, like my brother talked about. Because you it's one thing, it's one thing to say that you a God, right? But then on the other side, you broke. Mm. What why would you serve a broke God? And I'm not talking about money. I don't serve a broke God in no aspect. So anything that I want that a man created, whether black, white, straight, gay, whatever, I can get it because you ain't my God. If I want this podcast, I can own one. If I want this building, I can own one. They didn't stop building buildings when they built this one. <laughs> right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the power of really understanding the God within. But most people, they project so much. Like somebody asked me the other day, man, you think I'll be a millionaire? I'm like, the fact you asking me, telling me you don't think nope. you do. Mm. What you asking me for? I don't give. I'm not your God. I don't hold that kind of permission over your life to be successful. Mm. And a lot of people, and especially... 
you know, I only been, I, I ain't never been white. I ain't never been another race, so I can only speak for my culture. Mm -hmm. When I see my culture, a lot of us, we be want permission to be successful. And I'm telling everybody who black, I don't need your permission. I'm telling everybody that's white, I don't need your permission. You don't hold that kind of power over me. And the confidence that I have and that I exude, some people, they have it. But it's a lot of people who wish they had this kind of confidence to speak. It's like, I don't give a damn if y'all buy a book or not. I'm still going to be a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the billion is not what's most important. What's most important is I'm serving a purpose for God to be able to inspire people to speak their dreams into existence. I'm, a, I'm on the same level with Jesus. I'm on the same level of Malcolm, the same level of Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman. Leading, she led people out the tunnel. I'm leaving people, you know what I'm saying? When people say, oh, them people, they were slaves. Well, I would have rather been a physical slave than a mental slave. Mm -hmm. Because at least I would have had a brain to think to break the shackles and leave. Some people, they, they mental slave. That's the worst thing you could be, mm. is to be taught to be broke. And you just say, I'm just going to keep this hard. I'm getting the fuck away from you. I can't be around that energy, man. You know what I'm saying? Money is so money is a low frequency piece of energy. You know what I'm saying? We high energy. We high frequency. Mm -hmm. You know, you can obtain anything that you want. You just got to be careful what you're speaking into existence. And a lot of people, they don't understand that. Mm -hmm. I like how you touched on the confidence piece because I think a lot of people, especially when it comes to, to black people, we always want to play the victim card because, you know, it has an aspect of truth to it. You know, it's like, you know, I can't do this because of, these people are racist or I've been set back or I grew up in this neighborhood, et cetera. What would you say to people who, who bring that up, those objections? Man, you know, the devil is my best friend. That's what I would say to him. Because the devil and God lives within all of us. But you get to decide which one you want to activate. You know how many times people have woke up, bro, and have literally said, the devil made me do that? Mm. Devil didn't make you do shit You did that But mm. you don't want to take self-accountability for what you did Black mm. people are good at this shit mm. Anytime something don't work out Oh, gentrification, it's racism Now let me say this clear I'm not saying racism don't exist But racism, to me Is when I see a sign that says No blacks allowed Police is beating black people Killing black people And it's superb, like outnumbered Racism is not to me when I see buildings going up and they saying, oh, the rent went up. Well, just because the rent went up, they didn't say you had to move because you was black. If you got the money, you can stay. Mm. It's $400 a month. Do you want to stay or do you want to learn how to buy? We just don't want to learn, man. Because the way I'm thinking, it's like they didn't tell me I can't stay here. Right. They didn't say you can't stay here because you're black. <laughs> they just said you need the credit score. You need the money. You need the debt, the income. So that's what I need to do. That's what I'm going to do. If that's what I, if I don't, I'm not going to be the person, you know, every day I sit and I watch people get on the internet, talk about problems, problems, problems. I don't like people who discuss problems more than solutions. Mm. For real. You tell him, everybody, don't eat this. Like Jabez got a book out right now. I tell him, don't tell me about all the things not to eat. If you ain't going to tell me what to eat. Right. You're an influencer. You're not a world changer. That's what influencers, hey, they, they serve their purpose, but that ain't me. A world mm. changer might have one follower, but done changed a million minds. That's a difference. 
A world changer had understands their social responsibility on the internet. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to be perfect. I don't got to be liked by everybody. You know what I'm saying? Okay, if this don't, if y'all don't share the video or not, <laughs> you know, we ain't into all of that, man. Behind closed doors, my character is on point. You know what I'm saying? I've been hip for working with my brother for a minute, you know, seeing him, you know what I'm saying, never cheated him out a dollar. I rather, I'm, I'm okay with going to the grave with that. You know, never lied about nothing. I'm okay with going to the grave with that. Most people out here cheat people. Mm. You're taking their money, I ain't helping them. <laughs> I tell you straight up, I ain't cheap, but I'm going to give you the best customer service you ever had. Mm. But I'm not cheap. It's going to cost you to learn from me. It's going to cost you a lot. It ain't going to cost you your life, though. No, that's real. That's real. Um, I think I really do want to learn about the like. Why did you decide to drive to California? Because I really am curious about that. Oh man, to drive to Cali, bro. Shoot, I looked at the. I I be honest with you, bro. I had I was in. I went to University of Alabama at Birmingham. I had just got out of jail, and man, I've been to jail twenty times before I was twenty one. Twenty times before you was twenty one. Yeah, just doing dumb stuff. And jail was the best thing that ever happened to me. Why? Because sometimes people move so fast that jail will sit you down. I probably would be dead, bro, if I never went to jail. Mm-hmm. My grandmama always would say, "You move, bro." By the time I was twenty-one, I probably had—I don't even want to put a number out there—but I had, I had, I, I, I was, I thought that man, I had all these nice cars and I had slept with all these beautiful women. I was like, if I died at twenty-one, I said I lived the life of a man that's a hundred. I was cool with that, mm-hmm. but I ain't accomplished shit. Mm-hmm. But you think, oh, man, I got all these women. I got all these nice cars. I'm doing good. That's how I was measuring my sex, my my, my success, by how many women I done dick down. Mm-hmm. You know how sad that is? It's the people still doing that shit. Still doing that. I say most people. I say you know most, what I'm saying? Yeah, you know how many yeah. people measuring their success by how big their house is? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How much money they got in the bank. Goddamn, you got people who ain't got no money thinking they ain't successful because they broke. Mm. No, you can be broke and still successful. You might just, like, my grandmama died broke, but her purpose was to touch me and for me to be a leader. So she served her purpose. You just got to know what your purpose is in life. And it's real hard to sell a product or a service. Like, And I want to make sure I answer your question. I'm going to get to it, but I want to tell tell this story if it's okay. I wrote 83 books, right? This, pro- this should prove my point. My latest book, Jabaz No, I didn't write no words in the book. This still baffles people to this day. I didn't write one word in the book, bro. What's in it? Nothing. <laughs> Just pages. Yeah. Blank pages. For $63. And what's the title? No book, no name. <laughs> I named the book No Name. I was lazy. <laughs> I ain't feel like naming it. I wrote 83 books. I was like, man, it's time to have fun. My mom said, you going to really name a book? No name? I said, yeah. She opened the book, said, damn, you really sold a book with not one word? I said, yeah, nothing. You gave them nothing. That shit art, though, low-key. <laughs> oh, gold pages. Gave him a pen Ooh. with it, though. I gave him a pen. I also gave him a, it's a hardback book, too. Yeah. Gold. Shit, yeah. I kind of want one because I'm about to write my own story in that bit. Yeah, that's what I, when they got the book, they opened the book. Someone was mad. They hit me and they was like, Damn, bro, that's that's kind of messed up, man. You sold me this book for six three dollars, and um, you ain't write no words in it. <laughs> <laughs> you, 
<laughs> What'd you say back? <laughs> I said, damn, bro. You sound just like my damn cousin. <laughs> I said, nigga, I, wrote, I, gave you a, I gave you a book with gold paper. I gave you a pen. I bonded that book together. I went and got the cover for you for the book. I put all that shit together. But I'm guess, I guess you the type of nigga that want me to write your story too. Mm. Mm. Nigga, I just sold you nothing. You can't sell you. Mm. Wow. That's some real shit right there. I'm not an influencer, bro. I'm a world changer. Yeah. I don't care. I'm like, again, I'm not here to be liked. I like that. Because you're not trying to make no friends or you know, make yeah, it I'm sound not. good. We're trying to get I you. I sold to... you nothing. Yeah. Literally and nothing. I sold it. So what does that say? People didn't buy books. They bought me. Right. They bought the fact that I tell the truth. They bought the fact that my energy consistent online and offline. Mm -hmm. They bought the fact that when I said I was going to ship the book, it got there on time. This is what people got to understand. People is buying you, man. Mm. And when you understand marketing, branding, and sales, you know, marketing and sales, I want to help people understand this. We leave this studio. There's a homeless person on the street, two of them. One of them is holding a sign and say, yo, man, I need $5. Can you help me? That's sales. Another one is standing on the street saying, yo, I just found out my mother had cancer and she's about to die in six months. I need to raise $10,000. Would you be willing to give me $5? That's marketing. Because of the story? Is that Absolutely. So every time I want to sell something, I put my story before the product. I put me before the product. Most people put the product before they self. That's why it ain't selling. Mm. In other words, you know how many people that can't sing got Grammys and how many people can sing that don't? That's marketing. They got a team. Right. <laughs> now, people who can act but don't got an Oscar might don't have the right team, might don't have the right people marketing you. Mm -hmm. mm. Got to make it look bigger than what it actually is. That's why I started doing Dream Walls. Look at McDonald's selling the most hamburgers ever. <laughs> why? Because they got more M's in the ground. You see something more, you, I don't know why. People just think it's more legit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like programming, man. Yeah. yeah, people don't have to agree with me. It's like I see it. It's like it's, that, ain't even a, that ain't even a burger company. That's a real estate company. You know what I mean? People don't know that. McDonald's is a real estate company right. that franchises their businesses, they own the land. And franchise the business to you for you to inherit so, all of the damn debt, all of the problems, all, the all of the all of the risk. They stuff is guaranteed. That's what franchise mean. Mm -hmm. Let me give you these problems. Let me give you these <laughs> right. problems. Let me give yeah. you these I'm problems. I'm trying to hire nobody. And yeah. Well, well, you want to. So now that we don't talk about the problems, you know, before I tell you how we get to California. Yeah. I want everybody. If you believe in anything that I say, go get you a trust account. You remember, uh, y'all should, should be praising Nipsey Hussle for even writing in a song, open, open trust accounts and deposit racks. People think that's just rapping. It wasn't no rap, man. That's what you need to be doing. Can you tell everybody what a trust account is? Uh, a trust account is more so like when you want to leave your leave, leave thing like say you got like a business you can put your business under your trust you can put um money into a trust um and, th and this uh any of your assets into a trust when you want to leave it for somebody that you feel that deserves it whether it's your children whether it's if i want to leave jabaz x amount of dollars he's guaranteed to get it you know what i'm saying it's really to protect you know what i'm saying to separate myself you ever heard people say um uh, i don't want to mess it up but own nothing, control everything. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay, so it's be owned under the trust, but it's still. Uh, yeah, so if you tried to sue me, I don't got a dollar, bro. Everything's in the trust. 
And, and, and you know, and you know what will piss you off is the fact that you know I'm a real billionaire and you can't get shit. <laughs> right. But when it's in the trust, it's protected. Man, you got you got the trust, the L, the companies up under that. Yes, it's protected. Mm. That's the purpose of getting a trust, man, and, and to ensure that your money is going to go to who you want it to go to. You know what I'm saying? You got people out here talk about their children. You ask, man, you got trust? You got life insurance? Ah, oh, man. I don't want no life insurance. Well, you're definitely going to die. <laughs> yeah, the life insurance thing is crazy to me. Especially if you're an adult with children and you don't have no life insurance. Yeah, I mean, if you uh, any real drug dealer, I, I, I was a real drug dealer, right? Listen, What's the difference I, between a fake and a real one? <laughs> well, we, we just, our brain don't stop with drugs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it runs on all aspects if you teach me something, right? Shit, like, yeah. if I was just like saying, like, damn, how does life insurance work? Like, bro, do you know I can go get a life insurance policy on you? Like, let's say, I, I ain't saying they do this in the music industry, but I'm just hypothetically giving you something to think about, okay. right? It's a deaf culture, yeah, right? So what if I owned a company, right, and I had all these rappers, and then I would have took life insurance out of all y'all niggas? <laughs> And be like, yeah, <laughs> like, bang, I'm bang, just an entrepreneur now. Right. This, I'm just thinking from an entrepreneur, like, nigga, you're probably gonna die about the shit you're rapping about in ten years. <laughs> so I'm gonna put in ten million dollar life insurance on your dumb ass. Right. Then, so you are you making money off of them making the music and, and, dying. and dying. Damn. But they don't want to hear this, bro. Mm. See, if I was ten shades lighter, y'all would accept it. But because I'm black, people are gonna try to crucify me for saying real shit. And that's just real. It's okay for white people to do this shit because they've been doing it. Been doing they've it. Been putting life insurance on slaves. Mm. This shit ain't new. For pools that we are, we paying taxes for pools we can't even swim in. I'm just coming to say, man, I want all mine. Mm. I ain't trying to pull nobody through the tunnel that won't, don't want to come. I'm like Harry Tubman, yo, black ass want to stay there, stay there. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm, bitch. I'm good. So when you asked me what went to, why did I go to California? I moved to California because I wanted to change my mindset. I drove for three days, stopped at a uh, store. They told me you can go east or you could go west. And I said, man, I'm going to go west. It took me three days to get there. I landed in Oakland, California. And, it, 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 and that's where I went homeless at. You know, that's where my life really changed, bro. Mm. You know, that's where I really found, like, you know, I don't really promote it as much. But that's why I found God on some real shit. I was 21 years. I ain't believe in God. Yeah. But I found God in the back of my truck writing quotes. And I wrote this quote that say, um, uh, even if I was blind, I could have told you my future was bright. Even in a time when me and my mama stayed in fights and we had no lights from the bottom to the top. And I ain't even had the money for that flight. Even uh, something like that. But I wrote that quote and I just started, that's when I started writing books. Mm. And I was just like, shit, I'm just gonna keep writing. And I was depressed. And I was battling with sex addiction. I don't even wanna say sex addiction because I believe addiction is like when you can't control it. Yeah. I could control it, I just like multiple people. Yeah. Right. You know, like I ain't never been out of control to where I can't control me. Right. If I wanna say I can go 30 days without, like, if you, like, this is how I, I wanna say, if you know you, if you say you're addicted to something, Say you're going to go seven days without drinking. If you can't do it, you're addicted. addicted yeah. So it's more compulsive then. Yeah. Like if I can stop it, I'm not addicted. Like, yeah. So if I say right now, I'm going to go 30 days, no sex. I really can do that. Right. But you know what I'm saying? I like the new, at the time, I like the newness of new pussy. Mm -hmm. Like I like new people. The novelty, yeah. Yeah. I just, that's just what I like. I like new frequencies, new energies, and I entertained a lot of like trauma bonded. Mm. Like if you had a story like me and you was cute. 
And we was cute together, but we had issues. I used to like that shit. Like, yeah. we was just on the same frequencies and understood each other. But now, it's like, if you're not talking about how we going to come out of that, you ain't talking about going to get no foot detox. You know? people. Some people probably don't know what that is. Like, go get your organic foot detox. Go get you a colon to all these men out here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I went and got me a colon. First thing they say, like, you let somebody put something in your butt? Like, cut it out, man. <laughs> you know, I like women. Cut that dumb shit out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, go get, go clean your colon out, bro. Niggas is out here really dying from colon cancer. Dying, yeah, yeah. Y'all out here over some pride and ego stuff. Like, what are you worried about with another man doing his ass anyway? You need to go clean yours. Like, I'm really telling you stuff that has really, truly healed me. Yeah. You know, like, stuff that I went through in my real life. Like, you know, everything I would do would always be in a hurry. Go jump in the shower, jump out. Just like I would do with women. Jump in, jump out. Next. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, nah, man, sit down in the tub. Put some Epsom salt in there. Put some herbs in there. Bring out the inner child in you. That's where your dreams manifest. Mm. So when you talk about me writing 83 books, because I take herbal baths, I have shit, I have time to think about. Mm. That's one thing I'm noticing in the story is like, you went from kind of just being a, living a faster lifestyle to jail sat you down, you got, got you really thinking about your future and then when you moved to the West Coast, it's like I'm changing my whole geography, totally changing my environment so I can change my mindset or at least get ready to change my mindset. And then it's just like the time you sit there writing books, writing things down. It's like you, you're thinking. And I, I was, I'm wondering, like, when you, when you feel like you experienced God, was it like a voice inside you? Like, how did it, like, how did it hit you? Um, for me, man. You ever had like a grandmama or a mama that told you something when you was like younger? And you like, man, girl, that shit ain't true. But that shit stuck. And I'm like, every time I go in the house, like I'll be looking at my grandma, we ain't have no lights. Mm -hmm. She said, God gonna bless us. I said, shit, he ain't doing shit for you. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, like, and then the next time I saw my granddad, he had a sawed off shotgun to my grandmama head. And, and my grandmama said, like, hey, if you're a man, like you want them to think, then pull the trigger. God going to take care of me. I said, man, this woman crazy. God ain't finna do shit. And then, you know, time go by, you like, damn. You know, what grandmama was possessing was faith. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of faith I want to have in myself. Yeah, that well, if you put a gun to my head, I still stood on the foundation of what I believed in. Yeah. Mm. And a lot of people, they don't believe they self. 100%. A lot of people don't have confidence because it has been beaten out of them yeah. by their parents, by their mama, their daddy. Most black people, you go in the store, you pick up some Skittles. No. Right. You touch the toy. No. You go to the bank, get credit. No. You look at a big house. No. You have never been given permission to be successful. Mm. Why not you 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 know what I'm saying? You see, we young, don't have sex. No, let me sit my 12-year-old down and teach them these are the diseases. This is a condom. You know what I'm saying? Instead of telling no, won't you educate? And that should have been educated with credit. And let me break down the four pillars of business since we're having this conversation. Because most of us don't know them. That's why we don't have structure. You know what I mean? Even the people who are millionaires, they could be millionaires and don't have no structure to run in mm. a business. Right. The goal is for the, the the real purpose of running a business, business, bro, is not just to be rich. It's to have freedom. Do you know I could talk to you to next week? <laughs> Stay here all day. 
Oh. <laughs> because I put myself in a financial position to spend my time wherever I want to spend it. Right. Most people, they can't do that. They got to go get some money. Mm-hmm. So you chasing money. A real God don't chase money. A real God let money chase him. So a lot of stuff that I say, I only say it because I know it piss you off. Remember, I used to be broke too. Like if I say right now, if you're on food stamps and you've been on food stamps for 10 years, how you consider that being a God? At what point do you get off of that? When do we grow? But you have some people that will co-sign that just because they're comfortable and they want to stay there. Like, well, not, not just because I don't have money, that don't make me a God. Well, what broke God? You think the God you pray to broke? Let's be realistic, man. You really believe that? And if you say yes, I don't want to be around you. Mm. I'm not talking about no finances, bro. I'm talking about your spirit. Ain't no way you can have a good spirit and God won't bless you. Mm. God owed me, man. When I talk to God, my conversation is different from what other people pray about. God, he, he owed me a hundred more years for what I do for people. That's my conversation. I wake up every day plant seeds. Doing his real work, being a real soldier, being a real general. I'm not out here stealing or nothing. God proud of me every time I go home. I'm taking a report card with all A pluses. <laughs> How you gonna let me die early? <laughs> but that's the power when people say, oh, life's short. Life I ain't never said that. That's why y'all die short. Mm. You ain't never gonna hear me say life is short, man. My life is long. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm living a long you gonna never let you ain't gonna never see me manifest no short life. <laughs> I don't know why y'all be saying that stuff, man. <laughs> right. Yo, that's funny. Yo, I, yo, that, this has already been good. So <laughs> 20 minutes in. Yeah, we nice. didn't even get to the uh we you, I don't think you, you ain't lay us down the four I did things of the business. I'll be all over the place, yeah. man. <laughs> no, that's great though. This nah, shit is lit. Get your pen. Get your hey, if you were listening to this podcast, man, get your pen. I ain't got my notes in front of me, but number one, the first thing, the one of it's four pillars to running a business. You know what they are, Jabaz? You know nah. one of them? Break them down, man. You know when I know. It's four four main elements to running a successful business. One got to be marketing. Uh-uh. Nope. But that's a part of business. Mm. But the four main pillars, number one is um, business entity. Having a person who does business formations. And that's the person that you would actually go to. Like, say, what's your name, bro? Jason. Jason. So say, like, Jason does business formation. So we will be able to go to him and he will have all the knowledge of formatting an actual business, whether we want to do C-Corp, S-Corp, LLCs. Um, he will also be the one that will educate us on the trust to say, create a trust, put your LLCs up under here. So what he's doing is formatting your life based on you telling him what your dreams are. Mm-hmm. Now, my question to anybody out there is, can you tell me a person that you know, if you know a person who does that, then I want you to put the number one. If you on this live, if you don't know a person that does that, put the number two. So if you come back and you put the number two, that means you saying that you don't know that. That's why your life is unstructured. Because you don't you're not around people that's teaching you organization and structure. That's what they do. They structure your whole what your idea is. Mm. The second thing is um, number two, you want to have somebody that is a CPA. So I can be in a conversation with a person, right? I could be talking to you, right? And not that it really matters to me, but say you like, damn, bro, I made $20 million or I made X amount of dollars and stuff like that. Um, Well, I can listen to your conversation. See, people who make $20 million, they do something called end of month. They got a CPA. So they don't wait till the end of the year to do taxes. 
They do they tap they books every single month because they need to know what made money, what didn't make money. This X amount of dollars went to the script club. X amount of dollars went to the books. X amount of these people is to the T. Every dollar is accounted for almost to the point that every second I spent with you, my assistant will be on me saying that's too much time you spent that we ain't make no money. Mm -hmm. So we need to see like, oh, the video got 200,000. Okay, do another interview with them. That's how we justify what we spend our time. Right. So CPA is the second one. Um, that you need, you know, somebody who's helping you to keep your books. Certified public accountant. If yeah, 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 yeah. Accountant. My bad. Thank you, brother. Yep. Um, the third one would be like a general attorney. You know, when you're coming up with your slogans, your logo, it needs to be trademarked. Now, the funniest thing to me is when I hear people say they got a million dollar idea and then I go to the computer and look up stuff and I'm like, you ain't even trademark it. You don't believe in that. <laughs> you're just talking. You're out here talking. Mm-hmm. Because people who really believe in it, you know what I'm saying, and, and they, it's not true for everybody because sometimes people really don't have the money for a trademark. Yeah. You know? So shout out to them people who, you know, but you can't tell me you don't got $35 to go to copyright.gov and pay for the copyright to show that you at least tried. You know what I'm saying? That was just a bar that people going to gonna go over their heads. Copyright.gov. You can go in there and pay $35. Copyright any idea. I got Scott, uh trademark. Hey. <laughs> as you should. Yeah. As you should, because <laughs> that ain't no different than like life insurance. People hear you talking about your brand, they go trademark your idea. Mm. And then the fourth one is like a credit, credit person slash personal banker. Mm. So like if you got a charge back right now on your like like who you bank with? Uh I bank with Fifth Third. Fifth Third? Yeah. So if you got a charge back for like thirty five dollars or fifty dollars, right? Would you call the 1-800 number or would you actually, do you have somebody number personally that you could call? Damn, it's crazy because my mom used to work there. Like, yeah. She was an executive, but now I'm <laughs> calling the 1-800 number. Yeah. So that's Don't not, call. to me, that's not good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You want to have a rapport built with like, like if he work in the bank, you want to be able to have a trustworthy relationship with him. Right. That you can go in and say, man, you see all the business that I bring. It's like, it's not even a question. They're going to remove it. So me, that's what I do. I want to know every credit card that y'all got coming out. I want to know every interest rate that y'all got coming out on the houses because that's important to me if I'm in these fields of business because right. who funds the land, the, the business, banks. I mean, the banks? Yeah. You got to have a relationship with banks to get what you want. Mm. So I cut out all that middleman stuff. I just go straight to them. But a lot of people, they scared of the bank. I'm not scared of the bank. And then a lot of times I listen to people, if you're not in debt, then you can't be no multimillionaire in this country. And that'll go over people's head. You got to be in debt to make money. It's yeah. called OPM, learning how to use other people's money to make money. So you can go buy a house for 500000 mortgage, I don't know, probably 2000 and then you put somebody else in there and make them pay $4,500, You're still in debt, but you're making money every month. Mm-hmm. You waiting on the house to appreciate, right? The house appreciate from 500000 to 800000 You could pull the $300,000 of equity out of the house and then sell the debt to somebody else. That's the name of this world on why this world was built. This world was built on debt. It was built on people not wanting to do shit, which is why they got slaves to do the stuff. Black people didn't even know they were slaves. They thought they was free. They thought at some point they was going to get paid. They, they didn't just go to black people and ask black people to do it. They asked a lot of other races to do the work, too. They just didn't believe in working for that amount of money, which was basically nothing. They didn't chain them up and bring them over here? No, I'm not saying that. Oh. I'm just saying, like, if I, it's, I'm, what I'm saying right now is in 2022, right? If I asked you to come to my company and, and sell you on, hey, man, we're going to blow up, man. We're going to be phenomenal. We're going to be all over the world. 
I need you and Jason to come and work for me, man. All we doing is riding around the world, inspiring people, speak their dreams into existence. The money ain't came yet, but it's gonna come, right? You look up twenty five years later, I ain't paid y'all a dollar, <laughs> but I done sold you a, a dream, mm -hmm. right? Let's look at the um, what's the dude Hitler, right? What was the difference in what happened to them? What was they called, the Nazis or whatever? Nazis, yeah. Right? They, they them wasn't them wasn't black people. Them was white people that was getting treated bad too, right? right. Okay. They wanted some free, they was trying to get free work out of them people. Mm. Like for me, you don't, like, do you care who get the job done? I don't. I don't care if you white, black, green, straight. As long as it get done. As long as it got, get done. So to me, from what I looked at, it seemed like we thought we was in a, in a, in a business deal that went bad. Mm. Then it just turned into forcing us to do some stuff. Chaining us up, raping us, and stuff like that, which the which to me it um beats down the confidence. Like for you to sit, and I don't mean to be all graphic, but if you had to sit and look at your mama or your wife getting raped by somebody, what would that do to your mental? Destroy it. And that's where we at today. You know what I'm saying? So my purpose of telling that story is I'm trying to uplift the mental, take the chain off from around the neck. I meant the mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know everything about slavery, but I know ain't nobody going to put no chain around my brain. Mm. Mm. I'm a free thinker. And that's what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to say this like in the most respectful way. I can't say that I've had, I've had more black people do me wrong than white people. So, to me, when I look at life, I don't look at life as if it's like a black or white thing. And I'm just being truthfully honest. Yeah. So when people try to force me, like, damn, why you hang out with white people? I was like, well, damn, more black people have cheated me, honestly, than white people have. Because I have not really dealt with a lot of white people in my life either. Right. But I'm still going to speak factually. So, you know what I'm saying? I spent all my energy in this culture attempting to help people speak their dreams into existence. It hasn't tormented me to the way that I don't want to like help people, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't going to deal with you cuz this person did something. I don't put everybody in the same box. Is basically what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And I get everybody like my brother Jabaz. One thing I love about him is, you know, the brother is always on time. The brother is uh has taken every piece of advice that I and, and he's even told me how, you know, he's been cheated by some people. You know what I'm saying? So I always wanted to be that brother that didn't do that to you. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing with you. I'm always tell you like, hey, man, trust me, bro. I won't never let you down. Like you got to pay yourself first class, right? Yeah. Did you look at it? Yeah. What'd you think about it? I thought it was good. I do be paying myself on the 13th, my birthday, every day, or every month, I should say. We ain't got to wait. I love it. I love that. You have to wait till your actual birthday to celebrate it. Yeah. So what I pride myself on is not being the first person that ever said that to you. But I'm the person that influenced you to take action to do it. Because mm. you've heard it before. Yeah. Pay yourself for it. Everybody's heard that, right? You see what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm the one that put structure to a lot of black people's lives and said, mm -hmm. we going to the bank now, nigga. Right. And people have done that without feeling like I'm <laughs> pressuring them. Yeah. I got people out here celebrating their birthday, bro, every month. <laughs> Millions of people doing this that looked at me when I was crazy. <laughs> Celebrate y'all. I celebrate on the 19th of every month. I'm the only human with 12 birthdays. I've been saying this for 10 years. Yeah. And people finally <laughs> catching on. Like, I used to be the this nigga's crazy. Yeah. For celebrate me. Mm. But then we, we you wanna go deeper? 
Jesus' birthday ain't even on December the 25th. Right. But I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You touched on it when you said it earlier. It's like people have a lot of faith in, you know, God, but, and I put God in air quotes, but they don't have no faith in themselves. And I feel like religion has done a little bit of a disservice where people want to outsource their faith into something else outside of them because they feel weak. What do you think about that? But you know, when you get in that religious stuff, you get in a whole nother world. I ain't trying to get no enemies. No, you're right. You're right. But <laughs> but that's just that's just kind of how I, I definitely feel you on so that. We gonna lighten it up a little. We bit. gonna lighten hey, it up. But we need people to speak. Hey, y'all see this? Uh, listen to this. Y'all smile, damn it. <laughs> I love y'all a lot, man. I want people to believe in themselves the same way they believe in God. Is basically what I'm saying. Like, no, no, I get what you're saying, but you know, these people, man, these people can be so. I ain't gonna say I don't want to put people in no box, but yeah. even my mom, man, she could be so brainwashed. I have a great mama. Let me get that out the way. Man, people can be religion has brainwashed so people so much that they can go to church and get motivated and still don't know how to get the eviction notice off their door. Mm. And they'll still argue with you as if you said you didn't believe in God. That's not what I said. Right. I ain't going to no man that's gonna motivate me without giving me no direction. Right. You know how many motivated broke people exist? <laughs> <laughs> then we sit here and we say, oh, a lot of people with money, they depressed. Okay, a lot of people broke, depressed. What is your point? <laughs> Like stop! Like it's like you psychologically giving yourself permission to stay where you at. Right, right. Using excuses. Trying to using it. What you worry about that broke that depressed rich man for? I ain't studying that depressed man. I don't know what he is, but I'm gonna be happy when I get there, and I'm gonna be happy with where I'm at right now. I'm happy with where I'm at. I'm peaceful. You know what I'm saying? But I can't. You know when it, religion is just always been so touchy, man. And you know what I'm saying? I never understood how people could believe in something and be ready to die for it, but won't even won't even visit the motherland of what they praying for. Mm. I've been to Jerusalem. I've been to Egypt. People people act like the Jordan River is a fake place. <laughs> the Sea of Galilee like right. you can go get baptized for real. <laughs> Like y'all acting like the stuff that's in the Bible is not like real land. Right. <laughs> like you like you got people, man, they won't even you tell me you praying every day to Jesus and God and all this stuff, but you won't even go, you know where they had the tw- the, the the twelve the, 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 the last supper? Mm-hmm. You know, like the Bible talk about like King David and all that. Yeah. That man got a house in Jerusalem. You know, like I could take you to the table where the twelve supper is at. Do you know every black person that I know? Where I'm from had that picture on the wall. And all I'm saying is if you love that picture that much, you should go over there and see the place and feel the energy, right? I was listening to my brother Nehemiah DeVizo, right? And he said, if if I put you in a room with like 10 smokers after 30 days, you probably going to crack and you going to smoke. If I put you in a room with like multimillionaires in 30 days, you probably going to end up making money. So if you believe in that picture that much, if I put you in a room with those leaders, what you think you going to do? Well, their house really exists in Jerusalem. So how you going to love, say you want to be rich so bad, but all your friends are broke? You won't put yourself in a position to be successful. So your mouth doing a lot of talking, but your actions to me say you deserve to be broke. You like that shit. Mm-hmm. So all that talking, like my mama died, my daddy died, man, nobody care about it. I don't want to hear all that, man. Right. Everybody got problems, bro. Right. That's, what we, that's what we do. We wait on people to die. Then we go buy flowers. You're going to have people going to take them and say, oh, I shouldn't buy dead people flowers. Not if you didn't buy them for them when they was living. Mm. You shouldn't. 
Are you going to let me sit at the funeral and be selfish and let me see the flowers you got for them? They don't even know they there. And we're going to say, well, they spirit do. You never died to know that. Know that right. <laughs> like, I'm just speaking authentically that's, and real. Like, real. I ain't never died to know if my grandmama know that I stopped selling dope. I hope she see me. I hope that's, that's what we pray for. But right. I don't have no proof of that. So for me, what that taught me is, man, my grandmama wanted to see me do something positive, and she never got the opportunity to physically see it. Mm -hmm. So that's why I do the positive stuff I do now. Nice. That's beautiful. And honestly, I think that's a good segue because I want to learn about what you recently did with Jabez because he hit me up the other day talking about y'all just left the bank with a large sum of money. And then I see him making videos about he just got some cars. So like, I, I need to, I'm, I'm jealous. Like, what's going on? Yeah, I wouldn't even say it was a large sum of money because I like. Man, it was like, a large sum. Well, you could say, well, <laughs> you could sum. you could call forty four thousand a large sum. I said that's a large sum. That's but now, nah, but you literally told me, it's bro, forty four thousand dollars ain't a lot of money. Well, to us, it ain't. Right. Right. But we can't be ignorant of it. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> like everybody. Because <right. laughs> <Right. laughs> if you tell me you were sending forty four thousand to my account right now, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, man. In shit. fact, I'm gonna tell you, it ain't a lot of money, so you can do it. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> nah, but it was a vibe, man. He, but but it, but the process started months ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The process started months ago, man. Where he, you know, it's been a step by step process getting it right. But the first step was it was like, bro, you need to get an account with Navy Federal. That's why I got so much respect for you, bro. It's like it's the structure. It's just I don't. I might not understand why I'm doing it now, but I'm just. I seen how many people he helped, so I'm like, okay, let me just do it. So yeah. I just, you know, yeah. I got the account set up with Navy Federal. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, he, he structured me how to, you know, get my credit where it needed to be. Mm -hmm. He it was especially the uh, a piece of advice that um, if anybody don't notice, and you got a credit card, right, and you got a debit card, and you not spending all your money that you was gonna spend anyway with your credit card, and you using your debit card instead. All you got to do is reverse it and use the credit card to buy the things you was going to already buy. Groceries. Groceries, gas. gas. My, man, I didn't spend. I don't. If, if I were to really do the math, I bet I spent a million dollars on my debit card. Mm. So I missed the opportunity to have a million dollars worth of history of spending credit. Mm -hmm. This money I was I had. I had it. It was in my account. I spent it. So all I had to do was start using my credit card for the stuff I was going to already buy and then pay it right off with my debit card. Yeah, that's that's some game I got from Billionaire, too. He said, stop using your debit card at all. Like, don't use your, just throw that shit out. Yeah. <laughs> use your credit card for all purchases. I'm like, yeah, this not only is it just like easier that way, but when people, you know, say the shit that you bought don't get delivered and you say you call your credit card you're like, yo, I didn't get my shit. They're going to be like, all right, bet. Here go the money back. No right. questions asked. Right. So I started doing that. You know what I mean? And then um, and then he, we also got set up with a Penn Fed account, uh, Pentagon Federal. And um, and then recently, my you know, my score been going up. Then, I, then I'm an authorized user on one of your cards. You know what I'm saying? And that helped out tremendously. Mm. And my credit score went up to the 700 area. And then... Oh, you got you got to tell him he's an authorized user on a twenty five thousand dollar card. That, right. that that makes a difference. You know it's a big a balance. Difference. You know right. we don't got high. We keep it transparent. Right. Only thing we ain't giving out is socials, addresses, phone numbers. We ain't giving out real names. Right, <laughs> right. You know I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. But you're the twenty. You're on a twenty five thousand dollar uh card with um you know one of one of my credit cards just to help him. You know what I'm saying build his credit and that uh credit card is reporting around the first of every single month. You know, mm -hmm. my closing dates are usually between the 3rd and the 7th. 
And a lot of people don't understand, but, you know, for me, I, I, I believe in structure and organization. So I got like over, you know, 20 credit cards. So all my credit cards, I change the due dates to the first of the month. So that builds structure. Now, some credit cards ain't going to let you do the first. Like with Capital One, they told me they could only do the second. So I take it. Mm-hmm. But your closing date is going to be between three to five days after the due date. Mm-hmm. So the closing date, what that means is that's when the actual um, the companies who you have a credit card with, they're going to report the balance to the credit bureau. So you want your utilization. For me, people would be saying 30%. That's for like people who got faith to me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, people who want, do 20%, I call them rich. And people who do 10% or less, I call them the wealthy people. That's me. Mm-hmm. So me, I keep my utilization 10% or less. So you can pick and choose whichever one you want. But if you go in and look at your utilization on your revolving credit cards, if it is 31% or more, you're striving for brokenness. And I hope that hits you to the point that you that you go pay them people their money that you used. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the credit card was made to keep you in debt. I show people how to, there's only two ways they make money. You know the two ways they make money? The interest? Yeah. And if you default on it? No, late fees. Oh, late fees, yeah. So if you do what I tell you, if you pay it like I'm telling you to pay it, like they don't make no money. you don't pay no interest and you don't pay no late fees. But you know what I'm saying? I see a credit card with Navy Federal, right? I can't remember exactly, but it was a flagship. I'll give y'all a game, bro. It was a flagship. This is how people should be telling you where to go. Go to Navy Federal. You got Navy Federal. Get the flagship, the black one. It's $49 a month. Um, There's a card on there. I think they told me, if if I can remember correctly, because I got so many, spend like $4,000 in, spend $3,000 in like six months, and we'll give you like $300. Right. So I'm just like, that's just... A free $300 because right. I can just put my three cards on there. And boom, I said, I called them, said, y'all can give me the money? Oh, boom, they gave it to me saying, like, it was within a week. <laughs> so then I seen, like, Amazon Prime, they hit me. They said, you want an Amazon Prime? If you get this credit card, we'll give you a $150 gift card. Anybody that know, this is real stuff. It's like, and my mom would be like, but you already got money. I was like, mom, this is different than rich and wealthy people. <laughs> we different. Right. Wealthy people can be $19 billion in the bank. We won't spend shit. The goal is I want your money. Mm. And that's what, what, what we'll never agree with. People like, won't you? Like, no, we spend time and money where we want to spend it. And we don't spend, we invest. Mm-hmm. Like right now, people like, oh, invest in my dream. I don't do no more investments. I, I'll partner with you. This is how I'm make sure we for real. <laughs> I do a partnership. <laughs> partnership. I'm not throwing you no money. Mm. You know, let me see the books and stuff. You know, so that's just like with Jabaz. I want no investment. I'll partner with you. We create a business together. So either we're going to win together or we're going to fail together. Right. It's looked that different now Yeah, right. to me. You know what I'm saying? I can't say what other people do with their business. But for me, I'm not just taking no money and just throwing it because you got a great idea. Everybody got a great idea. Mm-hmm. People out here selling water, bro. Right. <laughs> that's when I knew I was going to be successful. Right. People selling shit that God gave to you for free. For free. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> this shit go over most people's head, man. You know, they sell rocks too, right? They just go get a word. They go get these rocks and they put the word faith and dream in them. I ain't knocking it, but I'm like, shit, that shit was outside for free. Yeah. Right. So yeah. how you can't sell you? How you right. can't sell Big Mama Dream? Mm. You know what I'm saying? How you can't sell the fact that you had counsel and you, and you overcame it? How you can't oversell? How you can't sell your depression? Right? You know how to pick up a camera. You know how to shoot. 
you have the opportunity to change a person live like myself. I don't shoot. I don't edit. But I got all this information that need to be filmed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got that dream, man. You need to be finding the, the Lamborghini of the speakers. The people who got a mission, the people that's out here, you know what I'm saying, going to get their mission to, to the destination that they need to have. Them the people you need to be filming. You don't need to just be filming any content. Right. You need to be filming the right content. Right. You know, like the content, like, you ever heard a rap song or, or just a song in general where, like, 10 years ago, they made the song and that song still is coming right bit. now? Mm -hmm. Like, if I was a rapper, that's what I would want. Right. That's what that's the kind of person you need to be. If you are shooting content, that's how I would be thinking. Like, if I shoot this content, can this play a hundred years from now? Right. That's how you know you're gonna be wealthy. Because mm -hmm. in so many words, what that is saying, that's a truthful person. That's a that's a they say a lot about that person. Like like look at Tupac, man. Look at Big and them. There's because of the content of what they was talking about was is it was timeless information. Mm-hmm. And like when someone say Martin Luther King said, have a dream, like who ain't gonna never not have a dream? Right. So this is just my thought. Hopefully I answered your question, bro. No, yeah, that was good. We was uh <coughs> we was going on Jabez because he was breaking down how oh, the steps oh, the, oh, the, oh, of, oh, of getting oh, that bad, big old getting that 44. And then he's <laughs> and we talked about how he got his credit right first. Okay. So then you I'm assuming you had a relationship with somebody in Navy Federal? Yeah, yeah, I got family. I got a family member that's uh, a part of uh, Navy Federal. Okay. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Navy. Shout out to the Navy. My uh, my uh, cousin, he was um in the Navy for like, I think he's still in the Navy actually. Mm. You know, but he been in, we in my, when he moved to Hawaii, I chopped it up with him for a while, and you know, I started asking him you know questions, and he helped my mom. You know, what I'm saying he helped my mom get in the bank. You know, and I was just like my mom. She don't really didn't really know what to do with it. But as he was sitting, he would talk to me, and I would look at the website or just any credit union. It ain't got to be Navy Federal. Yeah, you look at like, dang, what's the interest rates on a car? And I'm looking at an interest rate on a car, and I'm like, oh, one point seven nine. And then I was like, dang, I got this Nissan Versa I just bought, and I looked at my interest rate, and it was like thirteen percent. Damn. So I didn't know percentages at the time, so I started doing the math. And then I was just sitting here like, damn, 13% is like, they robbing you. So that means like in essence, if people don't understand, it's like, you know, a person with an 800 credit score, I'm just giving an example, mm -hmm. can have, two people can have, go get a car. You got an 800 credit score. Jabaz got a 500 credit score, right? Both of y'all go get a car. The payment is 600 a month. You got the 800 credit score, you pay 600 a month. 575 of your dollars go to the principal. 25 go to the interest. Jabaz pay the same $600. $575 go to the interest. 25 go to the principal. Mm -hmm. You see the difference? He'll be making more payments for the rest of his life. Family. For the rest of his life. And that's what that's how they get a lot of us is. That's the situation we in because we don't understand credit. I think, like, to me personally, I think that that's why you see like a lot of drug dealers who, if they when they transition, like I, I I like Fifty Cent, like when you see how they transition into business, it's easy for them because they already been doing it. Mm -hmm. Like if you could do something illegal like that for a long time and you were successful, you like my grandma used to say, like, damn, you make money on shit you can't even tell people you do. Imagine what you could do with some legal drugs. Right. Right. <laughs> like credit is legal. Right. Helping people is very legal. <laughs> Encouraged, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
So that's what I just be on. Like, yeah. my mindset didn't change. So you just you aren't know, using for good. Absolutely. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't need no sponsorship or nothing from Navy Federal. Navy Federal has significantly helped me, but, you know, sponsorship won't be bad. So I'm always encourage and speak that into existence. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just saying that I don't do nothing without, um, I don't do nothing without, I don't do nothing with, with a motive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be successful with or without them. You know what I'm saying? You got pen feds. You got, uh, like, you know, credit unions, like Ed Feds here in Miami for teachers and stuff like that. If mm-hmm. you got friends or family members who are teachers and you live in Miami, you need to be in Ed Fed. That's a good bank. I don't know, like, if you really think about it, those are the people that it's like the government looks out for the teachers, the firefighters, the, the police officers. If I see a police officer, what does that mean? It's like they're not trying to let those people get raped on interest rates. Mm-hmm. So they associate them with these credit unions and put them in there and let them, you know, they may not pay them a million dollar salary, but we're going to give you these benefits. Mm-hmm. Everywhere you go eat, we're going to give you the police officer discount. Right. So they got so many benefits that it's like hard to leave a job. I'm assuming I never been no officer, but I'm just assuming from looking at my, my 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 family members who was in the navy, I'm like, he he never once said he liked the job, but he definitely loved the benefits. Mm-hmm. Right. So when somebody would say like, "Yo, why are you why a credit union versus you know Chase Bank or TD Bank?" I like, I mean, you got to be diverse. Mm-hmm. That's like asking me, like, do you want to know Mark Zuckerberg or Warren Buffett? I want to know both. You know, it's there's it depends on what your what your, like what we were saying when we go to the business entity person, he's yeah. the person that helps us to format. You know, we I'm only using Chase because Chase is a uh, or 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 like a big bank. I'm only using them because they are a big bank to be they everywhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So if I need to get some money paid, you know what I'm saying, or a check wrote or something like that, you and or if I'm in New York and I need to come see you, you know what I'm saying. F is is just basic basically in Miami. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So for me, with the type of volume of business I'm doing, I do need a big bank. You know, but I don't put all my eggs in one basket, bro. I got about 10 banks. I want, I want to know all of them. Because if you tell me no, I'm going to go to him. It's ain't no difference than mama and daddy. Mm-hmm. What do children do? When they go to mommy and mommy say no, they go to daddy. Say, yeah. <laughs> when mommy and daddy say no, what they do? They go to grandmama. <laughs> we all know this, man. So I'm just saying, man, Chase is grandmama. Uh, uh, Navy Federal is grandmama. <laughs> Ed Feds is granddaddy. That's how I'm just looking at y'all. Don't want to give me no call. Okay, I'll go to the next person. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you ain't got no relationship with them, it's hard for you to do that. Right. So how would you go about starting a relationship? Do you just call up the bank and say, "Yo, like I've been banking with y'all for X amount of years. I want to get to know somebody." Man, like, that's a good question, bro. Depend on what your credit score is. Number one, I recommend everybody out there, man. If you know, if you if you know somebody with a credit card over ten thousand dollars, ask them to put you on there as an authorized user. Number one, you know what I'm saying. Let that balance report on now. Uh, number two, if you ain't got no credit, you know, I say, you know, you got to start off with a secure credit card. You know, that's why I started off with a five, $300 secure credit card. I thought it was a joke. But I, I got that credit card, man, and I did what I needed to do with it. And I got that with Capital One, right? And next thing I know, they sent me the $300 back and then gave me uh, $1,000. And I was in the game. And I always did right by that card. Never was late, never paid interest, never paid late fees. Then the offer started coming in mm-hmm. because I was doing right by that card. Then when I when I learned the game, I called a few friends and I said, yo, can you put me on your authorized user credit card? I, I knew what it was. I knew how this worked. I'm seeing it reporting. 
You know what I'm saying? So it became like a, a, a game to me to where I need, just put it this way, and this is the only way I can break it down. I'm not no credit guru. I own, I'm only a person that sat in my damn apartment, sat in my crib, looked on the internet, and made sense of shit that wasn't taught to me. And this is what I found out. High credit score will get you low interest rates, which will lead to low monthly payments. Nobody told me this at a seminar. This is something that I sat in the class. You call all the gurus and you let they you tell they could tell me if it, if it's right or wrong. I don't know, but I know when I walk in the bank, that's what happens. Right. <laughs> I'm only speaking from my experience. Yeah. I'm not speaking like I want to coach people. I only deal with my few people, my thousands or hundred thousands of people that I deal with. That's it. I'm not trying to be the expert. I'm not trying to be the guru, the credit. I don't want that title or nothing. But I think that all black people should understand, especially black people, understand how it works because it's such a big part of business. Right. And you can't do nothing without it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we move, you know what I'm saying, into the business credit. You can do a lot of stuff, man. You out here in Miami, man, with these palm trees, these beautiful women, and you ain't even got no car. Shit, man, I'd be damned if I'm going to live out here in Miami with all this beauty and can't move how I want to move because I don't want to educate myself. Mm. But you you know what a Reposado is. You know what the Patron is. You know what the fat is. You know the best scripper. You know who you know their name. You know all the weed at. You know all this stuff at. <laughs> but you don't know what no how to get no 700 credits go the right way. I did this shit the right way. We're going to put that out there. Mm, right. Built my credit score the right way. I ain't scammed nobody. I got the same number since I was since I was 12 years old. And my grandma always said, when you keep the same number, you don't owe nobody. Now, that might not. Now, some people might say, well, that don't be true. But I'm like, but you can call me and I'm going to pick up. Because mm. I, if I if I, you feel that way, I tell you why I don't owe you. But for me, I keep that number. That, that's encouragement to me because if anybody have an issue with me, I settle it with you. I work it out. It's not about, to me, life is not about like right or wrong. It's just about let's get to a solution to where both of us is happy. Right. I'm not saying everybody who's ever worked with me is, oh, my God, they're extremely happy. You know what I'm saying? Some people want what they want when they want it. But, man, I have to tell people the truth, man. This shit, I've been working with you how long, bro? About a year. A year? You know what I'm saying? You already over we, we, over one of your scores over 700? Couple of them. Two over seven. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's bad from when I met you. Nah. But we did it the right way. I ain't done nothing crazy. I'm going to teach you how to do things so we can stay on the opposite side of bars. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not that difficult. It just take a little bit of money, take a little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? People go mess their credit up. They'll take 20 years and fuck their credit up and want you to fix that shit in two days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bro, he be on the phone with him. It was like, nigga, I thought you were gonna change my life in ten seconds. So like, cut it out, bro. Nah, cause people be out here selling dreams on the they street, man. I fix your credit, man. Give me six hundred and in, in, in sixty days, it'll be in the seven hundred. But you know, I don't, don't want to just stay stuck on the credit because uh, what people really, you know, my my main specialty is marketing, bro. Mm. That's my main specialty. If I was ever gonna call myself an expert in anything, that's what I got down to the T. And I don't think it, that's why I say I don't think it's a human on earth that will outmarket me. Not Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy good though. Soldier Boy good. Soldier Boy, you know I don't get credit where credit is due. Yeah, Soldier Boy good. That boy good. That boy real good. <laughs> but I don't I on a on a positive competition. I don't think Soldier Ooh, do me. you might be right uh, about that. I call I for real. I call Soldier Boy out. Yeah. 
Right. Nobody out. Like, let me tell you something, bro. Let me let's let's keep let, let's just go through this right here. Tell me you ever heard of this before, right? Number one, I'm the first human to ever build a dream wall. Most people when when people die, they paint murals of them. I built mine while I was alive. Who did that? Nobody but billionaire. Seen nobody Who did for real? I ain't never seen nobody do it. Nipsey Hussle died, and then we painted dream walls. I personally believe, I mean, painted murals. I believe that the person should be painted for the greatness while they're alive. If you're doing something great, people should be painting you right now. Mm. That's my Martin Luther King should have been painted while he was alive. I appreciate the fact that y'all want to do that after something somebody passed, but. I said, nah, man, we got to give people their flowers when they live and not when they did. Mm-hmm. Not just when they did. You can give it to them when they die. You can paint them after they die, but also show that love and respect when that person is here. Right. That was my concept. That was my thought process. From that, what we do? We say, cool. You know what? I'm going into the community. I'm going into the hood, and I'm going to start changing street signs. Now I'm in the hood, and street signs say, Speak Your Dreams Avenue, Wealthy Boulevard, Healthy Street. Who brain is really on changing their street signs? So now when the little child who in the hood saying, man, what street you live on, man? I'm at 4444 Healthy Avenue. Okay, how long you going to say that before you get healthy? See, I done tapped into the subconscious unknowingly. Mm-hmm. That's marketing, bro. Yeah, that's real shit right there. Let's go to the, the, to the dream trucks. Who got dream cars out here that they riding around? Show me. You see the Jeep? Show me another Jeep in Miami. Not a clean Jeep. I'm not talking about a pretty Jeep. I'm not talking about the, what, who got the biggest wheels. I'm talking about a truck that's out here with a message. Mm. A, 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 a motivational dream car that when you ride, I built the Jeep that when I ride by, it's like, I appreciate your existence. I wrote a quote for you. Right. <laughs> I spent 150 grand to inspire you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> On the other side, it's say, like, I love you to life. Show me who did that. But at the same time, then we just put the QR code on it. When you walk up to it and you scan it, you know what I'm saying? Pull up the story of me being homeless in the G, in the truck. Mm. Purple, black, and gold. Every car is a dream car. Now we're going to go down to, 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 the, to the next dream. 63-bedroom house, right? When you come to my house, show me a person who markets better than me that gets the results, mm. Right? So you want to come to my house? I'm building this house, right? 63 bedrooms. Every one of you, you know about the house, bro? You told me about it. Yeah, it's Slightly, crazy. but you ain't going to it, though. Every room going to be a different country. Every room, man. Imagine you walk into this house, Jordan. And what was your name again, bro? Jason. We walk into this house, right? And right now we sitting there. We sitting there. We in um, South Africa. That's we not even in the podcast room anymore. This is South Africa. Damn right. The other room is Asia. It's on Hong Kong. The other room is Jamaica. The other room is Los Angeles. In each one of the rooms, I got 63 interior designers that come in and design each room to make you think that you're in that country. That's dope. Right? So in order to get into my house, right, you got to have a passport to come see me. Show me a person who markets better than me. <laughs> You can't even come see me if you my friend. My mama, she can't come see me if she don't get no passport. Right. So what am I forcing black people to do? Get a passport. Because I'm using what white people created us to worship. 
the big ass material ass house. Mm. I'm finna use that to subconsciously trick you to go get shit that really matters. You mm. wanna come see me? Go get a passport. Damn, you wanna come see me? Go see Jason and get your C court. Mm. You can't even enter my house without having some type of business formation. You can't even enter my house without having a nonprofit organization. Who's marketing better than that? Not to say that I, I'm saying it on a positive level. You know right. why I want to know their name? Because I want to partner with them and work with them. Thanks. I don't say it in a it's a negative way. They doing something good. I want to partner. We might could build a house together. It's a dream house. You walk in the house as soon as you open the door, it's I love you to life. What country you want to stay in? Shit. Name a country. I want to go to Ghana. Ghana? That's one of the rooms. Yeah. So then we send you to Ghana, right? You stay in there, right? In this house, you can't have no cell phone, though. Mm. You can only use your cell phone two hours out the day. From eight from 9 a.m. to uh from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. and to 9 p.m. to 10 at night. You can't tell us nothing about you, but we can only ask questions for you. I can only ask you questions, but you can't never tell me nothing about you. See, we're going back to the old way of getting to know people. Put the cell phone down for a minute, man. Start Googling. People at a whole concert filming the whole thing. Right. Enjoy yourself. Mm. We on dates and stuff. You know what I'm well, for our own date our decade. You know what I'm saying? But we go out with somebody. We sit there the whole time. You see people, they just sit on the phone. Right. To me, that's just, to me, that's where I'm from, man. That's just disrespectful to do that. Man, I'm valuable, bro. Put your phone down or don't come out with me. Right. Like, damn, give me 10 minutes. Five. Oh, that's too much to ask for. You been on, if I check the setting on the phone, you been on that motherfucker 23 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas ain't even cheating with humans no more. They cheating with the apps. Cheating on Safari. That's real oh, shit. Hey, you cheated on with Safari. Damn. Yo, that's a real shit. No, I I, I 100 percent love that billionaire. That's honestly what makes me really drawn to the work that you do, is cause you doing it for other people. You got you to. You know, bro. and that's honestly why I really want to do the podcast, because I want people to hear things like this, because I know this isn't the type of information that people think they want to blast out you know everybody wants that quick microwave real fast you know right. get your attention booty shaking guns clapping which you know there's a time and place for all that because i you know i enjoy that stuff too right. but at the end of the day we want to kind of like you said things that are going to last i want to make content that's going to last and honestly that reminded me when you jabez you said you know somebody's not going to be able to buy the what the brilliant minded unless you have a certain credit score unless you got your money Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because brilliant minded are slow, are, and I got this from billionaire. I bought a course from with him and nineteen keys and runway billionaire, and uh, it broke down how to build a business. Cause you know, the them four pillars was in that course. I just ain't remember it. Yeah. I didn't have it memorized. Yeah. But it went through everything, and it, and it, by the end of the course, I had a whole business plan. And so, it's structured. So he the one that explained to me with a business, right? You got to have a business name. You got to pick out a catchy name, and the name. Got to match what you're doing, and then you got to have a slogan for the business. Mm -hmm. That's just like McDonald's is. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. You know what I'm saying? So like, so brilliant minded, and our slogan is believe in your brilliance. And then you want to have a mission statement that relates to the slogan, and the slogan relates to the name, and the name match what you're doing. Mm. So when you, even though, like when I heard it, it made a lot of sense. But it's so valuable, though, when you put it to practice. So the mission for Brilliant Minded, the uh, mission statement is, 
uh, we're using Brilliant Minded as a, it's a designer brand and it's a tangible uh, platform to connect with over one million brilliant minded individuals to pull our skill sets and resources together to entice over one billion people into the light of morality, healthiness, happiness, unity, financial literacy, and all these things in abundance. Mm-hmm. So with Brilliant Minded, I was noticing because financial literacy is in, in my in my mission statement. Yeah. And so because of the training and just from thinking and just peeping game and just growing, it hit me because I, it was literally, and I believe it was the creator of all things that to where I noticed it like after five people, but it was literally about 10 people that said the exact same thing to me back to back. That And it was all of them was my brothers and sisters that reached out to me uh, from either TikTok or the ground and they said they wanted to buy a shirt. And so I was, I, I, I started out selling the shirts at $44. Then I upped it to 77 because it's a, a designer brand. You feel me? So then when, once I upped it, they were still shopping with me. Mm-hmm. And so they would, 10 people said the same exact thing. They were like, let me pay you, um, let me, I'm going to get a shirt from you next week when I get paid. And so right then, I knew they wasn't practicing financial literacy. Right now, you why if you don't have $77 for the shirt right now, you shouldn't be spending $77 next week for a shirt. Right. You feel me? So now it's part of the, when I do launch Brilliant Minded and I really come out, it's going to be known that if you purchase Brilliant Minded, you have to practice financial literacy. You got to say that you practice. You got to prove that you practice financial literacy and that you represent morality, healthiness, happiness, and unity, mm-hmm. which are the five pillars. And so now anybody that got a Brilliant Minded anything on, it'll be known. We, it's like a club. Like, yeah. We could we could have a different type of conversation. Yeah, that's real you know shit. I mean? And I mean, we we taking a step further. What, what you gonna call the house? The oh, the dream house, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, that's just a working title. But you know, we gonna think of something. Yeah, you know, that's just something I came up when I was in the back of my truck. That was dope. You know that's what I'm saying? Big ass I mean, sixty three rooms. Sixty three rooms. No, but no, you that's... know, sixty three. That's the number of straight days I slept in my truck. I was homeless yeah. thirty six months. But you know, what I'm saying that's just small. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not even joking. I'm not even being funny. Yeah. This marketing stuff, I got this down to the T, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's more so like having either the the you know the capital to put it into motion. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna out market me, man. You know what I'm saying? When you see the house, you're gonna say that like look at the truck. Like people are like Trucks damn. <laughs> For real. It's never, look, you look at the dream walls. We got dream walls all over the world. All the way in. If people ask them, like, how does a little boy from Alabama get a dream wall in South Africa? Like this man's face is painted on the wall in South Africa. Places I some places I never even been. With the quote, speak your dreams into existence. Birthday being celebrated on the 19th of every month. So now I created my own day. I ain't asked the government for it. I just took it. Right. <laughs> I just I'm out, it's mine. Every time on the 19th of every month, we're finna build a dream wall here. Oh, everybody come to Miami. I'm, I'm speaking into existence. DJ Khaled, Rick Ross, all of them, they go into the dream wall. Speak their dreams into existence. The whole Miami team, they got to go to the dream wall. That's the power of manifestation. That's the power of believing in God. They, they can't say, they don't care what they say about me, but based on the God that's in me and what I just spoke, if they believe in any type of universal law, it will lead them to that wall. It has nothing to do with the physical me. Right. They have to because that's the power of believing. Mm-hmm. The Bible told me that to speak this into existence. You can't get mad at me because I'm actually doing what my God told me to do. Mm. DJ Khaled has the energy is going to lead him to the wall. When you having a slogan screaming, we the best, I feel like I'm the best too. Right. I'm in alignment with that. So I know he got to be in alignment with speaking into existence. Right. 
They got to collide. They got to meet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you hollering rich forever, well, shoot, wealth is next. So I believe we got to collide. <laughs> right. Real shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like we, we got to, you know what I'm saying? They don't have no choice. Negativity yeah. attract negativity. Positivity attract positivity. So I'm in. I'm the captain of my dreams. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to steer this ship. You know what I'm saying? We're going to run right into these people, man. And when yeah. you see them, when everybody say, man, one thing about bruh. What he say? You gonna look up a year later, and you gonna see DJ Khaled in front of that wall. It won't even be a year. Mm. Just say when you start seeing that deal being structured, and you start hearing me saying wealthy on the track. There's no <laughs> wealthy on your on podcast. The, that's real shit. I mean, right. what's the chances of all right. of us even linking at this podcast? Like a year ago, we didn't even know each other. You know what I mean, Jabez? Like yeah. we when we when we met, bro, I knew it was gonna be something special because it was just like, what are the chances of all this shit? Like, nah, man, a year ago, man, I bet you I was um, I was uh Winwood. We was in Winwood doing yeah. petitions, bro. I was a year ago. I was doing petitions, man, for real. Like when wasn't COVID, no book, wasn't no COVID hit, man. When when the pandemic hit, <coughs> I went through a whole transitionary phase, man. And my listen, man, like when it comes to uh, where I'm at now compared to a year ago, it's incredible. But we met. I was doing petitions, and that's right around the time. With, it was right around the time when I started vibing with you and I met him. Yeah, because you and called then, me and, and told him about the dream car. That yeah, was before the Jeep. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, I had started dream, brilliant mind. The dream car. I had started brilliant minded. You bought a shirt. Yeah, I think I gave. I think you forty bucks. It was in the yeah, it was like forty bucks. Yeah, you bought the shirt. You feel me? And, and you and you filled out the petition. Yeah, hell yeah! And you told me about Scott, man. Yeah, I told him about and, Scott. You know what I mean? And we was vibing. Hell yeah, yeah, man. And that's what just good. It's good energy attracts. Yeah. We went to see the dream car. You know what I'm saying? We taking the videos and all that. Like. That was dope. Like, yeah, man. I think I was I the first one to speak my dream about the dream car. I think you yeah. were. It was the the dream mobile. You was. You was the first one. Yeah, I had just finished it. Yeah, because we you just got it from the shop. Yeah, we got it. It was the day you got it out of the shop. Dang. Yeah. Shout out to Metro Raps. Shout out to Metro uh, Raps. I tap in with my with, with with my homie Bruno now. The whole team. They do good work over there. D. You know what I'm saying? Sophia. Hey, hey, that's my family, man. Like, yeah. and they ain't even had to pay me to say that. I'm some good people over there, man. That's the kind of when I build my team, I want to be like that. Yeah. Right. You know, the energy you've been there. Yeah, it's man. Impeccable, man. Like genuine energy, genuine people. I'll never forget. I remember when I was building the, the Dream Jeep. It route cost me about, I told you it was about 10000 The route cost me about ten. I had every friend like, bro, I don't know. I wouldn't drop 10000 on no route. You stupid. <laughs> I said, first off, bro, it ain't your money. Mm. Right. Let's get that understood. It's just like when people text you and they be like, I see you on Instagram, why you ain't text back? First off, I pay this cell phone bill. Right. <laughs> Let's get that understood first. Right. You got some control issues and I can help you foresee helping you get over this issue. Mm-hmm. Right. Till you pay these bills, they, they're 150 a month for both of them. You pay them, I answer every text. <laughs> right. Call you right back. Call you right back. <laughs> right. On the interview, right here. <laughs> right. Hey, hold on, dog. I got to take this. <laughs> Hey, but you know, you, you can talk like that to people because when they when you know they ain't gonna put no actions behind what they talking about. Mm. But um, my point was this right here. My homie, we was like, man, I know somewhere we can go and we can get you a wrap for cheaper. And I was just like, nah, you know what? I've been doing a little cheap thing most of my life. You know, right now I'm really manifesting this billion. And not all the time I want. I really want people who run a business, who are new starting a business to really understand this. Don't look at every time you spend a dollar that you're spending a dollar just for that particular product. 
sometimes you have to pay to get introduced to other relationships that you didn't have. When I made that investment with Metro, I dropped about um, $10,000 total in my time, my energy, going to get that car wrapped and everything, just for the wrap on the car. Mm -hmm. That's it, just the wrap. I wanted the doors wrapped, the whole inside. That whole car is wrapped. I ain't have step on that car, right? When I went in there, all my friends was like, you was crazy. Boom, I met Bruno. Next thing I know, Bruno told me, hey, let's put the QR codes on the car. Boom, that right there can make you millions of dollars alone. Next thing I know, Bruno is on me about, yo, let's get let's set up the meetings to get the dream wall. See, we far and beyond the rap now. Yeah. He ain't even about to rap no more. Next thing I know, they like, yo, let's do collaborative videos together and let we don't we next thing is next, you know what's next? We're finna be partners. Mm. Now it's like, yo, you know some people want their cars wrapped, anything wrapped? Bring them in here. We work out a deal with you. Mm. Want your cars wrapped? Shoot, I take you straight to Metro. Tell them billionaire sent you. Right. Just know I get a percentage. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind telling people. You go to any one of my people. You go to my credit person. I'm getting paid too. Right. I straight up tell y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's because you're gonna pay me for my relationships. All this grind that I don't put in. I don't know why y'all <laughs> think y'all finna make me work for free. Because I don't do that free introduction stuff. My people that I deal with that send doing credit. Doing taxes, doing uh, business, uh, um, uh, what's the one, uh, um, uh, uh, trademarking and all that. These people are real attorneys, man. These ain't Instagram attorneys. Right. These people really do this for a living. You know what I'm saying? Do you know that most deals, have y'all ever thought about like how did Jay-Z own, start become, how did he get a, become an owner of like a basketball team when he a rapper? What do basketball and rapping have to do with each other? Nothing. Nothing. Now, I don't know either. But based on since I've been in business for a while, I hope he hear this interview too so just to see if it, if, 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 if it makes sense, right? When I've been in business for a minute, right, and I'm looking at how the CPA, the CPA know the business entity person, right? Do you think the business entity person stopped when they incorporated your business? <laughs> or do you think they know everybody you need? Mm. Yeah. But see, what we do is we go to him. He do our incorporations. It's kind of like that. What I was talking about, like sexing, right? We get we get what we want from the woman, and then we don't we don't deal with them no more. We ain't built no rapport with them. No, you got to build a rapport with him. So when you get ready, when you file your your business is formatted, right? And I say, yo, Jason, man, you know a CPA? Yeah, man, I know. Um, I filed somebody else's business about twenty years ago. He doing good too. Let me call him and introduce you. See, now you got a trustworthy relationship through somebody that you know. Mm -hmm. right. So my point on why I mentioned Jay-Z is what do music and basketball have to do? I don't know. Maybe his attorney and the other attorney knew each other and said, boom, I think this would be a great introduction. That's how business works. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you to the T of me, for that deal to happen, guarantee you it was attorneys involved in that. Trademark people involved that was on his team and knew somebody else and said, I'm pulling this deal together because I know these two people. Mm. And based off the trust, if someone's doing your money and someone's your attorney, that's already trust that this is a good deal for me. Right. My attorney called me right now and said, yo, I think you need to get on this, do this right here. Oh, I need a trust. Let's do it. There ain't no question. I don't think about it. Right. right. So you already got that. That background. It wouldn't even be my attorney. Right. <laughs> they wouldn't even be here. Right. 
I'm do whatever they tell me to do because I know that's why they're here to help me to grow so they can make more money. Right. That's the goal. Everybody talking about, oh, I want to buy my mom a house. I want to be the person that buy your mom a house. I want to give you the money. Everybody who want to be a millionaire, like on my team, I want to be the person that cut the check for the million because that's a small dream to me. So if I'm paying millions, I'm a billionaire because you can't pay what you don't have. Mm-hmm. You can't give out something you don't you don't have. All these people talking about uh, 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 hashtag love yourself. Go do that shit for real. Not just hashtagging. Because mm. you can't give me no love that you ain't gave to yourself. I asked men, when last time you took a bath? You think this shit a joke, man? Go take a bath, bro. Sit down. Watch, like Bring the inner child out of you. Spend some time with yourself. Cut some meditation music on. Let your brain calm down for a minute. Think about your dreams. Million dollar ideals to all the million dollar people who out there who know I'm telling the truth. Drop a comment on this. Million dollar ideals most of the time don't come in meetings. They come when you're getting a fucking massage. They come when you're sitting in the tub. They come when you just least relax and just sit here thinking of a dumbass thing. What it's called. I don't want to say it's dumb for real. You just throwing some shit out your head. And man, I'm finna build a six, three bedroom house. And you sit up and look like, damn, everybody laugh. And this and this is what entrepreneurs think. I'm on to something. Right. Because no one agreed. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we really be thinking about. It. Like when I said, I'm gonna do the truck, I'm gonna paint myself. Nigga, you gonna put yourself on the wall? Nigga, yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. You that into yourself? Nigga, yes. <laughs> yes, I love me. Right. I remember Ter- Terrell Orange used to say, I love me some me. And people used to say he was arrogant for that. Why do we have an issue with black men loving themselves? Mm. I hate when Kanye do it. Yeah, like, nah, that man's supposed to love himself. Right. Imagine all y'all, and I ain't co-signing nobody, but I'm just saying, what well, I'm just saying this, right? Look at all the people that talk shit about Kanye West, right? Look at all the hate that that man has been given, all because he loved himself. Look at how much hate. Imagine if he really hated himself. Now you got to deal with that and your ass. <laughs> That's how people fall into depression or becoming suicidal. You're not finna trick me to being k- killing myself. Mm. You ain't gotta like shit. I said on here, you ain't gonna never hate me so much. I'm gonna go think about killing me. So I'm gonna sit on here and tell myself if I have to trick myself to love myself, I'm gonna love myself to keep living. Mm-hmm. I don't care what nobody on this earth. You don't gotta like nothing I said on this. You don't gotta buy nothing I put out or nothing. That man should love himself. That man, how many of y'all mama died? You talking about that that wouldn't bother you? That wouldn't make you have to see no therapy? Somebody who was there for you, encouraging you to go get your dreams? God forbid, I ain't never had that happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't finna play with me and my mama. You ain't finna play with me and my family. If that's what that man, I don't know what that man went through. If that man had big dreams and he wanted to see them big dreams come true, I'm all for it, especially if they positive. That's anybody. That ain't even just him. A lot of us, we be stealing our children's dreams. That's, it could be with Jabaz. It ain't got to be a Kanye. It ain't got to be. It could be with you. You know what I'm saying? You sit here telling every time a black man get on a national platform and say, oh, I love myself. Y'all want to bring up some negative shit he did. That's stupid, man. Stop it. Right. Martin Luther King, they said he had a dream. Oh, man, he was cheating. Why, why you worry about that man dick? Right. 
That's a grown ass Two grown people I don't know what Them people got going on It ain't right. none of my business Right You don't know Like you know people In the open relationship It didn't start in the 2000s I don't <laughs> They could have been in two I don't know Right It's none of my business I don't care what Their agreement is We we always getting In other people's business Man I ain't never knew What this quote meant Till I got older If you mind your business You'll have some business that's why most people don't got no business. They in other people's business. <laughs> That's deep. You ain't got no business because you in other people's shit. I don't care what no. When I sit and I look at somebody, I don't look. As long as you, this is me, right? As long as you not out here raping children, molesting children, raping women, being women, out here stealing, robbing. Oh, that's the only, them are like the only things that I'm going to have to tell you. Man, God going to have to take over this relationship. I can't bounce back from those. Mm. You step on my shoe, man, I ain't killing you about that. Mm. You stole some money from me, man, you know what? We can sit down, we can work that out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As long as, you know, it ain't nothing crazy, I'm going to work with you, bro. Mm. But all that, like, I, I can't bounce back from you molesting no child. Right. I can't just say, like, nah, nigga, you got to see Jesus or something. Like, I don't want to be close to you. I don't want to be friends. To me, that's not how my, my brain just don't forgive like that. Right. That's just me. I'm not saying what Eric Dane giving this. I'm not sitting here giving black people a standard of what y'all got to do. Right. Just telling you what I do. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Because we cut people off for stupid things. Yeah. And I feel like, let me make sure I'm on time. Yeah, we good. We cut when every time I, I I used to go out. Every time I go out, I hear people say, "Man, I cut I cut so and so off. I cut so and so off. I cut so and so off." And we hear this so much. It's like, when do we take accountability for being the person that opened the door and let them in? Right? If you so godly, how the fuck the devil get that close to you? Mm. That you got to cut that many niggas off. Mm. You so motherfucking perfect. You ever set your ass down and said, nigga, I'm, I'm this. I cut 10 bitches off. All these bitches was wrong. You ain't never sat down and just thought, like if you so much that good of a person, how did you attract all that trauma? Right. <laughs> it's not about Jason stole $100, I stole one, what's right or wrong. It's about, it's something similar here, bro. <laughs> right. Just because he might be less depressed than me, it's like, it, bro, it's still the same ingredients. Mm. It doesn't matter like what you, how you feel and what you think. That's what we, everybody say, oh, what I feel. This is black people say, well, what I feel and what I think. Man, nobody give a fuck about what you feel. Mm. Nobody cares about what you think. In business, everything is about what we know. What we can almost 99% of the time project will happen because nothing is 100%. Oh, everybody feel they gonna they bank account gonna change because the year changed, but that shit's still the same. I can project based on my actions. I don't feel nothing. I know that bank account gonna hit what it's gonna hit because I know what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> like this is simple. Like I've been at this for a minute. People only see like, oh, you blow up overnight, man. I've been at this for twenty years, bro, and still look twenty. You know. So for me, I said what I said about the cutting off is. Be cautious of who you allowing to come into your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Stop being so willing to be friends with people because they got X amount of followers. Mm. Start looking at, you know, one of the things that I do, bro, is I ask people like, 
Hey man, how was your last relationship with your girl? And I look at how I listen to how you talk about her when her back turned. Yo, you know why? I want to hear how you talk about a woman that you slept with unprotected. And how you won't take on like she was she was that much of a bitch, but you laid with one. <laughs> Nigga, I ain't never gonna call no woman I slept with that. Because I don't attract bitches. So I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to be out here when his back turned like, man, that nigga a whole ass nigga. I could tell him that to his face. But most people, they don't got they don't have that in them to even be that honest because they ain't honest with themselves. Mm. I don't do that. When his back turned, I look at his children like, man, when you're, if, you, if something happened to you, I'll pick it up where you left it off. That's how we supposed to be with each other. Right. All that black people running around dogging people out, beating people up. Man, that's trauma, man. Niggas need to go to therapy. Including myself. I'm willing to go to the foot doc detox. Anybody else willing to go? I'm willing to go to the colonic. Anybody else willing to go? I'm willing to go 30 days with no drinking. Any more black people? Let this go viral. <laughs> right. Any more black people want to go uh, uh, a year with no drinking? And name one benefit to it. Just one. Can anybody? It's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> go say well, your, like, li- your liver going to be they, good. They, they like, name get health, name one, one benefit to drinking. Oh, oh, the, to, oh to drinking? That's what I'm saying. Name one uh, benefit to drinking. I guess this one, this is what they would say is it make me feel good. Mm, feel different. <laughs> what I just say? What you feel ain't got nothing to do ain't with God's right. plan. Right. <laughs> what you feel, I'm just telling you the truth. You ain't got to like my delivery, but I'm going to piss you in your soul to where you're going to consider, you know what I'm saying? Do I drink? Yeah, every now and then, but I don't let it consume me. Mm. Do I eat meat? Yeah, but I do everything in moderation. So I'm not telling you don't drink. I'm telling you don't let drinking stop your dream and your purpose from manifesting. That's all I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Don't be the person who keeps sitting here saying like I had to cut 10 people off and not reevaluate your own life. Right. Did you cut the old you off? Mm. I'm only speaking from the perspective of I've been the nigga who cut off a lot of people. <laughs> You know what I mean, women I slept with, man, this chick crazy, this chick crazy, this crazy. I'm like, damn, like everybody can't be crazy. <laughs> everybody can't be crazy. I had to come back, like, this is what I started doing, man, grabbing the phone, call them up. You know what, man? You, I want, I wanted to just let you know, I dropped something in the mail for you. I done grew. I don't want no more sex. I don't want nothing physical. But as a man, I want to tell you that I apologize. For making you feel less than. The only way God gonna bless me is I need to go back and reheal all my past stuff of people who I done mistreated. Mm. So that's what I did to a lot of the women that who was great women, but because I'm so masculine and so dominant, you could be manipulative. There's some good ass manipulative ass men out here. I've been one. Mm. I'm just man enough to say what I done did. Mm. That's why God is blessing me. That's what makes a world change. It's going to be people who sit here and say, damn, that's an authentic energy right there. Not me. It's not about me. That's an authentic energy, and I can relate. The reason why people love Tupac is because he was the same energy here on TV, and he was the same energy in person. Right. That's why people loved him. Yeah, real shit. Right. That's why people, that's how people become world change. The reason people love Nipsey Hussle is he was the stuff he rapped about, he was actually speaking about it. He was actually doing it. That's what people. That's what where I'm from. That's what real genuine people love. Right. No, that's perfect. Yo, billionaire, you went crazy, bro. <laughs> I love 
You dropped a lot of gems. I really appreciate it. But I don't want you to go without telling people where to find you at and what you got coming up next. Is there anything else you want to plug? Man, they can find me on your Instagram. <laughs> Be on your Instagram. They can find me on there, man. Yeah. You know, when you when you uplift another person, the universe is going to always uplift you. They give, they give them your Instagram. That's I'm good. Facts. All right, bet. Well, you're going to find it on scut.smoke. That shit going to be going up. All these reels, you're going to see it. So I'm excited, man. Bro, I'm speaking to existing. No offense to no other interviews you ever did. In a positive way, this is going to be the best one you ever did in your life, bro. Let's go. You put a video out of this, that mug going to hit. That shit going. It's going to hit, bro. That's it. Oh, that and shit I'm going on. y'all, to anybody that see this video, hit the, hit, hit the comment, the shell. And I mean, for real, if it touched you in any way, even if, if, even if you ain't like it. Yeah, if you don't like it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just know. If you know my bank account ain't gonna change if you don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> my my health is gonna still get better. Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is a I have I have and I want everybody, even even all of us. Yeah. It's my homie from LA calling. Man, learn to love yourself regardless of what people think about you. And the thing that had helped me, and I'm gonna let you wrap up, that helped me the most is when you stop, when you come to realization that you don't really care no more what people think. You know, people say this, but inside, when you feel it on the inside, when you don't care what nobody think, man, and you get a hold of your purpose, you become a real world changer. And that's where I'm at right now. No matter what I said today, I don't give a fuck what my mama think. I called my mama one day, and she said, I don't really like something. It wasn't nothing big. She was like, Man, don't tell my story. Don't tell my story. Don't tell our story how we used to have our issues. Like, man, my mama was not on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's personal. And I said, man, this ain't about you. Mm. This about me and my purpose with God. Mm. Mm. And I told my mama that. And I said, you're going to thank me for this. The same way, I don't want to tell it either, but the spirit is in me pushing me to tell it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't downplaying us or nothing. People need to hear it, man. Yeah. You know, my mama was in a in a car accident. She got hit by a drunk driver. And it's the story that I would tell. She got hit by a drunk driver. And um, they told her she may never walk again. You know? And you might say, well, damn, that's an inspiring story. But you ain't the one that got hit and went through it. Mm. So she probably wasn't over it yet. Right. You know, and she see me saying, I said, man, I had to watch my mama for months, train herself how to walk. For months. My mama told me that no doctor will ever tell her she'll never walk again. And when y'all ask, why am I here flying? Because I seen a woman walk. And when I told myself, if that woman take a step and that woman walk, I'm going to fly. That's what y'all seeing right now. That's why you seeing the dream house. And people sit and they ask black people, my parents, they ask my mama one time, did you ever see your son being successful? Man, that's, let me tell y'all something. That's the most insulting thing you can ask a black woman. You ever do an interview, bro? I'm, I encourage you, man. Don't ask no person you like. You ever see yourself making it here? Who works hard not to see themselves making it? <laughs> yeah, I seen myself like, especially when you ask a woman who, what woman birthed a child, not and say, I don't think he gonna make it. <laughs> right. So my mama sat there and said, man, I know what I built. You ever had a child and thought they was going to jail? You ever had a child and thought they was going to die on crack? Mm. You, I mean, they came out the womb. You said, my little baby going to be on crack. You ever said that about your child? Right. 
Because that's what you're asking when you say, have you, did you ever think your little boy would make it? Did you ever think they would graduate? Mm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, that was the plan. That was the goal. Mm. Let's cut out all of that. Oh, man, we got to let niggas learn on their own. I'm running from niggas that say that shit. Right. If I got some knowledge, I'm going to give it to you. What you do with it is on you, but I gave it. Right. That's like when I see the homeless person, I give five dollars. Man, you know he gonna get man. That's him and God. That's him. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with that. I'm just doing what I'm led to do. That's all I got to say right there. If you if you don't understand that, that's why people they don't go for man. You can only get far based on what you give. That's why I'm out here giving, plant seeds. I'm finna lead, go give some more, go do some yoga. Perfect. Or do some Russell Simmons stuff, man. Tap into this yoga. Yeah. You hey, know what I'm saying that, breathe. Yo, that's the perfect way to end it. Yo, thank you for listening. If you was listening, um, we good. Honestly. Oh man, prayers up, blessings. Prayers up, blessings up. Man.